Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. I'm Liz Dolan in Santa Monica. It is Sunday, September 25th. I can't believe we are already at the end of September. Uh, Got a pretty good sister turnout here today, though. Uh, Monica Dolan, Portland, Oregon. How are you? Good. Still hanging on to summer, Liz. Hanging on. Okay. Thing I got. (laughs) By your fingernails. Uh, Leanne Dolan, uh, you're at home in Pasadena, California, correct? I am, Liz, enjoying a fresh, hot cup of coffee. So Nice. nice. Nice, nice. And I understand you have a special guest in your bedroom closet, uh, Sheila Dolan, on her own personal laptop recording from the other end of your upstairs. Sheila? (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's great to be with you guys. (laughs) How's the closet, Sheila? How's it going? I love it. Very cozy. (laughs) Excellent. Now, now the technology that requires Sheila to sit in the closet while we record this is a little too complex to take listeners all the way through. But it's basically that on the Skype network, Lee, and when we tried to have you both together sitting next to each other, that did not sound good. No, it sounded like I had been beamed up to a foreign planet. So um, (laughs) it was the the sound of the rapture, and then Monica started laughing. It was like like the soundtrack from Star Wars when you guys were sitting together. It was crazy. I'm glad you're still here. Yes, I'm glad you're here because I have been dying to hear all about uh, the performance Sheila and Leanne did together on Friday night. So, Leanne, set it up. You know what, Liz, it was magical, I have to say. Here's here's what happened. I was just shopping at my friend's house. You know how I buy all my clothes in other people's living rooms? You know, they, I have a lot of friends that sell entire clothing lines out of their living rooms. So I was there ordering a few pieces when a woman I did not know came in. She had a big smile on her face, and she said, you are exactly who I was just talking about. She is uh, on the board of trustees and running a big event for the cancer support community here, a great organization that provides like completely free support for cancer patients and their families. It services thousands of cancer patients and family members a year. And she said, we're doing a comedy night for women at the famous Ice House in Pasadena. And I've heard you're so funny, you could do stand-up. That's what people said. <laughs> I could. You could. I could do stand-up. Uh-huh. So, um that's my dog. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yes, we hear her in the background. See, that's how people know that this is our real lives. We got barking dogs in the background. That is not a sound effect. It's an actual dog. <laughs> yeah, so so Liam called me and said they needed, you know, these lovely women needed 15 minutes. Could I do it? And I said, yes, of course. I mean, assuming that it was just going to be me, me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to do the 15 minutes. It was going to be Sheila back on stage. I was yeah. psyched. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, but that was not what you were actually being invited to do. No, no. believe it or not, here in my hometown, I'm actually a bigger draw than third grade teacher, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Dolan. <laughs> Thank right. you. I'm actually slightly more famous since the publication of my book. Okay. But, 
But so we, of course, in t- typical Dolan fashion, put off the writing of the actual material until two days before. But we right. killed. We'll tell about that in a minute. But uh, the the setup, the the rollout was very exciting, right, Leanne? Because of course, hair and makeup, my favorite two things. <laughs> Here's the deal. We went, we, I'd never been on stage at the ice house and it is like a legitimate, very famous comedy club here in Pasadena. And, and uh, so we got on stage and they were the brightest lights I have ever looked into. I mean, you couldn't see one person sitting in the audience. And I looked at Sheila and I said, we are going to need a lot of makeup, you know, so (laughs) we are going to look really old up here. Uh, So we went to this place in Pasadena, the blowout lounge. Where they just, it's one of those dry bars where they just do hair, blowouts, and makeup, no cuts or colors or anything like that. Right. And the the entire night was pink. The blowout lounge, everything in the lounge was pink. And then we wore bright pink t shirts on stage. I mean, it was so pink. But when I got there, Leon was sitting with gorgeous, and I mean, gorgeous makeup. I mean, perfect. And she was getting her hair done, and there were some. There was an issue, right, Leanne? Well, you know, I had asked for an evening ponytail, right? Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Oh. Well, what is that? Well, you know, it's what Jennifer Garner wears, you know, and Jennifer Aniston occasionally. I wanted it to be fun. It was a comedy show, but I needed it out of my face again because we were going to be performing. And what I got was, what would you say, an evening rat's tail? Sheila? It was the most scary thing coming <laughs> off of her neck. I mean, Leanne's face was just, she went, she went red. I mean, she saw red and she's like, no, uh, no, this is not going to do. (laughs) It was like a scraggly little tail at the the base of her neck. I don't know what happened there, Leanne. I don't know. It was like peeking out around the corner. I was like, this, (laughs) this looks like there's a dead animal on the back of my neck. Well, isn't part of that the nature of your hair? I mean, was is it? I mean, you have nice hair, but they're working with your hair. So, what what, what did go wrong? She, and she couldn't understand ponytails. She didn't know how to do a ponytail. She kept saying, "Your hair's not long enough." I'm like, "I wear it in a ponytail every day now. My hair's pretty long now." So she just didn't get it. And I, unlike what I know, I was thinking the whole time. I'm looking like, okay, I'll just say fine to this, and then I'll go home and take it all out before the event. But you know. Uh, then I just I decided to demand from the the twelve year old hair girl what she, I wanted. She demanded. So then she wanted the ponytail tucked in into a little mini bun, and yeah. and and, and she, the stylist did that. And of course, Leon was disappointed because it was way too formal, right, Leon? It was very formal. So then she took half of it out, and it worked out fine. But but oh. it was just wait. It was half out, half in the bun. <laughs> It does not sound fine to me. It was a partial updo. She took the whole bun portion out. That went long, but the top was tucked away under my, under, with some bobby pins. She looked gorgeous. Believe me, she looked gorgeous. Because we had to wear these bright pink t-shirts that were handed to us by the organizing committee. And it was cute. We got there. A lot of women were in their bright pink t-shirts. Show of solidarity. It was 200 women. There was uh, some silent auction out front and some mixing and mingling. And Sheila and I thought, well, we'll get there. We'll do a little mingling. But then we'll go into the green room because it's really a performance for us. And let's face it, it had been a while since we'd been on stage with this. And I was a little nervous. Sheila, were you nervous? I wasn't nervous. I was just hungry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's then we get the way. 
Then we get to that, Liz, because uh, you actually texted us in the green room and said, don't go on stage hangry. Oh, she was hangry. She. <laughs> well, we, we, were, we were promised a chicken and salmon dinner. That's why my next question was a meal promised to you. Yes. yes. Monica, we were wearing wristbands. I was chicken, Leanne was fish. I mean, that's the least they can do. We were, of course, in Dolan fashion again. We were about three hours early. So early. <laughs> so, you, so you had barely had lunch, and now you're yeah. not getting dinner. Got it. Okay. But we had a fridge. We had a fridge full of Diet Cokes, which was awesome. Um, we had some old leather couches, which God knows what happened on those in the 70s. Right, Lynn? Yeah. I mean, the whole and the whole green room is tiny, but it's all covered with all, you know, George Carlin and all the famous comedians they've had there. Uh, and then Sheila and I and wait, getting hangrier and hangrier. And Sheila keeps stalking the waiters and waitresses who are overwhelmed with 100 and 200 women in pink T-shirts. And she's like, we need dinner. We need dinner. And then, no, you know, I she don't... starts... Blaming me, Liz, for the fact that the dinner's not coming. Like I, got, <laughs> I've gotten her into this entire situation. She's like, "What are we going to do about dinner?" <laughs> okay, I'll find mingling with the other comedians. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll so find- so yeah. then we saw our man Sean, the manager of the Ice House, really cute guy, right, Lan? Yes, Sheila, he was cute, and he, he really had nice. the headset on. He got us that dinner in two seconds flat. Yeah. And it was terrible, but it, it was dinner, you know? It was absolutely horrible, but yeah. it made me it made me happy. I could then concentrate. We re- rewrote some sections of our material, right, Leanne? Yes, we did. We were making changes up until the very last uh last minute. And, and then and then we we you know, we did what all good comedians do. We were stalking, you know, the back of the room, waiting for our intro, and boom, the minute we hit the stage, it was like Magic, right, Leanne? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It was so much fun, uh, Liz and Monica. It was just fantastic. <laughs> we really had a fantastic time up there. Like they had said, oh, we'll give you a light with two minutes to go. We had 15 minutes. And I thought, oh, we're not going to go anywhere near 15 minutes. Oh, we used every minute on that. Every second. Every second. So was- what 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 did you what'd you do? Did you have a routine, jokes, just a... It was yes. it was classic satellite sister story. It was basically, you know, calling your satellite sister. We told the story of how I moved from New York to Pasadena and how I had a complete nervous breakdown when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny. Okay, that's good comedy. <laughs> oh, it was it was and in local Pasadena references they we killed. I mean, those ladies loved it. What, the story of you uh, having a breakdown in the parking lot at Los Tacos? Yes, yeah. the Los Tacos incident. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so are you guys going to go on the road? What, what are your plans now? Wow. I you think we're going to get some offers. I really do. You know what, Monica? The, it was so funny. The next morning, so sat, we, Saturday morning, like Sheila called me and I emailed her simultaneously. Simultaneously, We were like, that was so much fun. We should do that again. Like, why don't we do that more? We we really had a lot of fun working together. We should work together some more. Oh, so, we did. Yeah. But the good news uh, for you guys and for everybody else is that they were able to videotape us at the Ice House. And it's very professional looking. Oh, yes. So if we can figure out how to get it up onto the YouTube, uh, then you all will be able to enjoy our routine because um, it is professionally taped. And as I said, 
we had a lot of eye makeup on and we look like our eyes are open. So that you could not tell that we, I had a long, long week at school and uh, that I had, you know, basically was melting by the end of Friday. I went to that blowout lounge and they, they puffed, they, they inflated me with life land. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, that sounds attractive. <laughs> she was okay. Now we want to mention we want to mention one thing about the video, right, Leanne? It's it's adult material. Yes, it is. Really? Yeah. Well, well, then- there's there's just one one tiny tiny section that is is it is adult for adult listening. Okay. Uh, all right. You know, we have a little bit of flavor in there. We have a little bit of flavor. That's all we're going to say. That's okay. Right. We're adults, so we can get that on YouTube, and then we can, can link to it at SatelliteSisters.com and at ChaosChronicles.com. It's right. exactly what we're going to do, Liz. After we record this show, we're going to employ my 16-year-old who knows how to do those things, and we'll put the video up, and you can enjoy uh, you can enjoy our 15 minutes of fame as, as much as we did, I hope. It really was 15 uh, minutes. It was exactly 15 minutes of fame. Yes. <laughs> and and you're, you're willing to entertain other offers in the Southern California area? Is that what you're saying? Or- oh, not, completely. Not free, though. Not free for charity. We don't want to make a... No. <laughs> you need more than a bad salmon dinner. <laughs> yes. And and I'm scared, Leanne, when the offers start rolling in, that they're going to request the pink T-shirts. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Yeah, because Sheila, you texted me backstage photos from the green room, and you and Leon were not in pink t-shirts. You were. Oh no, yes, we were, Liz. You couldn't tell. I couldn't tell in that. No, I didn't notice that. Well, they were bright under the lights, but oh. I had layered. I had layered with a little cocktail jacket. Oh, oh, that's why I didn't notice. And Leon, you were rocking some kind of belt, right? I have a belt, yeah, Liz. Yeah. Where do you see the video? I, I have a belt that I bought in my friend's living room. Yeah. <laughs> But that belt in the living room of my friend Lori's house. So, so out, of, out of curiosity, what was the rest of the show? Were there other comedians or what happened after you guys? Oh, wow. There were professional comedians after us. Yeah. But it was a tough crowd. I mean, those ladies stayed quiet for us. But boy, did, were they chatty, Leanne. They were very chatty. It was, you yeah. know, they they wanted to chat. So the other the guy following us was very talented comedian and he just had a tough time getting their attention oh Um, he was yelling into the mic i mean women talk women talk and they talked right through his set yeah so we stayed we laughed uh we ate a cupcake uh that was part of our package was (laughs) oh the cupcake was a surprise (laughs) the cupcake is not in your rider no it wasn't in our rider It was a tasty treat. And then and then we left. We were we were done. <laughs> Probably because we had showed up like four hours early. We felt like we had been there all day. So but there was one more comedian. But the good news is they raised tons of money. Yes. They had silent auction before. Uh thousands of dollars were raised for this um this great organization. So it was really it was it was great. So when we get it up on YouTube, we'll let everyone know. Right. It was a lot of fun. It was. Okay. That's you too, but busting out. I like it. I like the sounds of that, Monica. Yeah. You're going to do a little solo work on stage in Portland, Oregon anytime soon? Anything Uh, we need to know? I haven't had any offers. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Don't you have a big weekend coming up next weekend, Monica? I do. I have like, it's just, ooh, tremendous. Um, I'm hosting my college friends. Uh, It's our 30th reunion together. I mean, we didn't go to the official school reunion. So all of my college roommates are coming from all over the country 
to meet me in little old Bend, Oregon. I mean, people are coming from New York, Washington, Vermont, California. So it's just been sort of really crazy, but really fun to plan, like, how are people going to get there? I mean, last week I sent out this, like, the master transportation plan. Oh. And I said, please, just sign up. When are you coming in? How are you coming in? How are you going to get there? I just needed to get it all worked out because people are kind of like coming and going, you know, all four days. But we're going to be together for four days. So I have some uh, activities planned, but not too many because my friend Christine said you really need to allow for a lot of downtime. So I have some light, light hiking. And, uh, light hiking, good. Light, light, light hiking. I promise no major elevation gains. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, you know, but I do want to get out and, you know, see nature and stuff like that. I think there will be a lot of coffee drinking. Now, I do have two dinner menus planned. And then, Leanne, for the third night, I got a dinner reservation. Good idea. Which I'm very, very happy about. And, you know, my friend Ann told me last week, I was kind of freaking out about the food. And she said, don't worry about it. You know, we aren't coming for the food. And that put me at ease. Yeah. (laughs) Those were the magic words. (laughs) It it was, Sheila. She was like, just don't worry about the food. But it's just sort of. So you don't have any kind of a wristband system worked out in advance (laughs) for food? I want to say that your college roommate, Ann, doesn't worry about anything. I mean, (laughs) her personality is like what's to worry (laughs) Sheila that's so funny because last week I was like um we've been planning this for like a year I was like I hadn't really heard from Anne how she was getting to bend right you know we're now down like four days to lift off and I'm like um have you nailed down a plane ticket (laughs) I know she 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 finally like caved and yesterday bought a plane ticket. Wow. The trip is on Wednesday, but it's all good. Don't worry about the food. She said, just make sure you have a lot of coffee. Oh, God. But it's just sort of ironic that like I only have two things that I'm doing this whole year. This this reunion weekend in Bend (laughs) and then our nephew Will's wedding in New Orleans. And they just happened to be like like two weekends in a row, back to back. Mm -hmm. It's incredible, Monica. It is. I mean, I mean the organization that it has taken me to get prepared for these two weekends, but I'm all set. I got lists. I have outfits. Mm -hmm. I have menus. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, I'm in a good place tonight, you know, <laughs> to get to get the ball rolling on Wednesday. So I'm, good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But I do have to say, does anyone have like a red or coral colored short necklace I could borrow for the, for wedding? the wedding? I do. I have, okay. a, great, I have a great one. Could you bring that? Because I mean, I'm I'm ready for the next two weeks of my life, except for the red necklace. <laughs> No, I have a beautiful, like, twist, twisted strand of, like, uh, red rocks. It's perfect. And my, oh. fancy, my fancy friend Francine gave it to me. So it is very high style. So it'll be perfect. It covers a lot of sins. Excellent. That was, like, the last thing on my list. And okay. I'm checking it off. All right, right Monica. You're covered. You're totally covered. All right. Monica, you sure you don't want to... Um 
add an evening ponytail to your list of, <laughs> <laughs> of things you want to try for either the rehearsal dinner or the wedding? Sounds like Lee and you had a lot of success with that look. A yeah. scratchy little rat's tail. Yeah. You know what? I do evening ponytails a lot here at home. I just <laughs> put it up in a scrunchie in the back. Very adept at the evening ponytail. I'm planning to, I'm planning to do my own hair and makeup uh, next weekend in Bend and for the wedding. So I think I'm all set. But I did have, I just have one more story from this week because I had sort of a, I'll just call it a pizza heist. I don't even know. <laughs> Here, here's what happened. So I have this darling intern that worked with me this summer. He's a medical student at Oregon State. He worked with me last summer and Wednesday at work. Last Wednesday was his last day at work. So I know what Josh likes. I decided to host a pizza party at work. Oh. Yeah. And just treat everyone and, you know, we'll all sit down together and eat a lot of pizza because I knew that would make Josh happy. So... I ordered pizza from a takeout place that we that delivers, and we've had pizza from there before. And then I was sort of talking to people. We're always worried we're not going to have enough food for a group because we have people that like to eat a lot. So there was some debate. I decided to go back and order, put another extra pizza on the order. And that's, that's where things went horribly wrong <laughs> because... <laughs> because um, the pizza party was Wednesday, and so Thursday I get up, I'm checking my email, I'm kind of low on money in my checking account, um, so I decide to ch- look at my checking account, and pretty much the pizza place had charged me like five times. <laughs> pizza oh, was oh like my. $650 worth <laughs> of pizza. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. Uh, Sheila, that was the noise I was making. And I saw my bank account balance because it was it was negative. I was Oh no. And then you know what happens next. Then you start bouncing checks. Yes. Right? Right. Everything in your debit card. I mean the problem is I have it was I used a debit card, so that in the check card authorization thing <laughs> authorization where they take it out of your you know, they hold the money. That's where the pizza place had charged me five times. OMG. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty panicked and I call the um I call the bank and at first I don't I, I don't know why I didn't want to say it was the pizza place. I, I just said it was like you're embarrassed. I was embarrassed. I was like, well this establishment. And then I was like, then the restaurant and finally after like the second call with the bank manager, I said, I might as well just tell you, it's Hot Lips Pizza. <laughs> that is so funny that you didn't want to say the words. I mean, it was just sounded so cheesy. I mean, that no pun intended, but it was like, it was $650. Oh, worth that is so bad. What happened? So she, the bank manager said, uh, this is the part, she said, um, I needed to contact, and she looked at the thing on the computer hot lips pizza (laughs) and she said i have to have them call the bank so i'm thinking okay the guy that delivered the pizza yeah oh boy you know (laughs) i mean he you know skinny how old was he about 12 skinny jeans tattoos about 12 i mean very nice pizza guy but (laughs) do you really want him like managing your financial affairs (laughs) 
<laughs> the whole thing was such a nightmare. And in between, I had to go out. I went out and ran to the bank. I have to drive to my my emergency funds are kept, you know, at this credit union downtown. So I have to like pour money into my checking account because I know. And by the time I get home, I've now bounced four checks. Oh. So I like the $650 worth of pizza, then $120 in overdraft charges. I mean, it, it's spinning out of control. So I do call um, the assistant manager. <laughs> the, the assistant pizza dude. Had hot lips pizza and i explained the problem he goes oh yeah we got a problem here with our machine <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah so you do I, he goes the problem is what you know you ordered and then when you when you go back in and order something else on top of the order i was like what 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 you charge someone six times <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we charge you eight hundred dollars. That's <laughs> for like a Hawaiian pizza. That's what I added to the order, and then it's like, oh, six fifty. We hold it in your checking account in case you don't have the money to pay for the extra pizza. Well, that's three toppings. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> so, um, I, I will say, Lyle was very, very apologetic. He said, "It's they have the problem with the machine." He said, "I'll do whatever I can to help you." And so I called the bank back. So I had to have Lyle. I said, I, I was very specific. I felt like writing down the directions. You need to call the bank. You need to have the check, the authorization codes for those four charges and blah, blah, blah. I begged the bank. I said, you know what? I really shouldn't be charged those overdraft charges because I had that money right. in my account. And so they said they would refund it when Lyle called them so to make a long story short so like they ended up they charged me for the pizza but i still have like four hundred dollars worth of these outstanding pizza authorizations there's just no other way to describe it so it's still not resolved so it's quite tumultuous deck <laughs> and when i went into work people are like hey that pizza's really good even cold the second day i said i hope i hope you like it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds really bad, but thank God you checked in the morning. I mean, you know another, another 24 hours could have gone by and you might not have thought to check. Right. And Liz, you're like me. I mean, I, I use my debit card like six times a day. Yeah. You know, so the Starbucks coffee was now costing me $36 when it showed up in my checking account. So things could have spun wildly out of control. And I will say Lyle was very responsive. I mean... They kind of screwed up, and it's still a little bit screwed up, but at least he understood it. He said he would go down to the bank for me in person. Good. <laughs> Bring him a slice. Yeah, make him do that, Monica. So it was It was just, it was a tense, tense day in my financial world. Yeah. Wow, who would think that it could be a pizza party that starts the cascading of events to bring your entire financial future down? <laughs> right. I mean, I was like, one more pizza topping. I don't have to, I'm going to have to declare bankruptcy. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like. It's a good thing. It's a good thing you didn't order salad with it. Oh, man. And you know what? To, to, to add insult to injury, I did order a two-liter bottle of Diet Coke, and they didn't deliver it. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, that's the. God, that's this is it. like, ooh, this is like Greece in the Eurozone. You know, it doesn't take much to bring down these fragile financial systems. That that's what I have, Liz. A yeah. fragile financial system. <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. Well, I thought I'd uh, provide a little bit of an update. I know on our last show, I mentioned that because of my job, uh, I was going to the Emmy Awards. And I, so I haven't talked to you guys all week to let you know how that went. And uh, But it, does, it all starts with hair and makeup, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing about going to an event like that, you need to be in your seats at 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, for a five o'clock show here in Los Angeles. So I know when you're watching the red carpet shows, which are actually much more fun than actually than standing and watching people on the red carpet, uh, <laughs> all the actresses are complaining about how they had to get dressed at noon or whatever. And I felt a little bit like one of them, even though uh, I won't complain about it. There's something kind of outlandish about having all your makeup done at noon. And yeah. then like going through the other steps in your real life to you know, to, to get yourself ready to go. So by, by three o'clock, I was totally, uh, hair, makeup, dress, shoes, the whole thing. And I was, but I was meeting my date. We had a, he and I had fixed a rendezvous spot where I would park my car where we were going to the after party. And then he would come pick me up there at, at three o'clock in the afternoon. Ooh, so, likes that. so it was a rendezvous. It was a pretty good plan, except I, of course, as has already been established, um, got there way early. So I'm like 45 <laughs> minutes early to the rendezvous. So if, if you had driven up La Cienega Boulevard, on Sunday afternoon, and driven by the restaurant The Fig and Olive, which is where the after party was, you would have seen me just sitting uh, in the shade under a tree on the astroturfed lawn in, in front of the restaurant because I didn't want to stand up because I was in the super tall shoes, so that's right. not going to work. So you're like on the ground but fully hair and makeup. Oh, and I went with the false eyelashes. I just decided that's the key. Yeah, that is, that is so essential. Yeah. I decided that rather than the full on smoky eye, which I think looks totally ridiculous in the middle of the day, I would just go with lighter eye makeup. Especially when you're sitting on a patch of AstroTurf. Yes. (laughs) It was, it was so noticeable, Monica, that the head of security for the restaurant came out and he said to me, did he think you were like, a work uh, girl? A hooker or something? No. <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, he said, you're not from around here, are you? <laughs> and I was like, well, what do you mean? I wasn't sure where he was going with that. I said, well, I live here, but I didn't grow up here. He said, uh, he said I can tell. You're just way too relaxed, sitting, <laughs> just <laughs> sitting on the ground, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, all dolled up. You don't seem to have a care in the world. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Seems up forward. Was he was he flirting with you? No, no. He was just he was just like being a nice guy, and he thought it was funny to see someone fully like dressed up, eyelashes, hair, shiny dress, evening purse, pashmina, the whole thing, but just kind of laying on the ground and not really, you know, not really sweating too much. I think I was posting something using my Facebook iPhone app to uh, to post to the fact that I had gotten the, the false eyelashes. So that was pretty much it. So then Gary showed up and we went and it was fun. So in the theater itself, the, the Emmys take place at the Nokia Theater downtown, which is really big. So 
when you're there, you don't necessarily get a chance to see all of the celebrities that you see when you watch it on TV because all the cutaways you get on TV where you get the reaction shots and you're seeing like who's sitting next to who, you don't get any of that when you're actually in the theater. But I was, there were two pockets of people near me that I thought were very promising. About four rows in front of me up to the left was the whole crew from The Daily Show. So that was was good. It was Wyatt Snack and John Oliver and all of those people. Oh, that's fun. Yes. And you could tell they were really having fun. And it's pretty, they were pretty sure they were going to win. They were feeling very confident. Uh, So they were up and to the left. Up and to the right was the whole cast of uh, Glee. And they looked fantastic. The uh, like Santana, the two girls who are the Cheerios, they both looked incredibly beautiful. Ryan Murphy, who created the show, he was there. So they were all there and they were having fun. But so if Glee had won, I would have actually gotten into a TV shot. That's I was really rooting for them, not just <laughs> not just because I liked the show, but because I thought there was some chance you guys would see me in a cutaway or a reaction shot. Uh, and I was not angled right so that when The Daily Show won, I got in that <laughs> shot. So that that was pretty much the whole night for me, is hoping that somebody sitting near me was going to win something major and uh, and you would get some glimpse of me. But anyway, it was it was really fun. And then I thought the best moment, and I posted this on the Satellite Sisters blog, when all of the women got up there together, Amy Poehler, Melissa McCarthy, Laura Linney, Tina Fey, Martha Plimpton. Did you watch that part where they were all That up- was awesome. That was yes, really good. That was great. It was a total Satellite Sisters moment. So that was, that was really a lot of fun. But then the after party actually was great because the, so I work for the television network that was actually doing the Emmys this year. So I work for Fox Television. So it meant that a lot of the people that were on the Emmys, even if they did not work for a show at Fox, came to the Fox after party. So it was cool. So the whole cast of Modern Family was there, and that was really neat. All the kids from, well, kids from Glee, they're all about 30, you know. (laughs) When you see them them up close and personal, it's like, wow, so not high school age. Uh, um, But that was. Yeah, how was Gwyneth? You know, I did not see Gwyneth up close in person. But you know who I did see who's like, well, I don't need to tell you that this is an unbelievable couple. But when you're standing somewhere and Heidi Klum and Seal walk by, they are are so stunning. It's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Believable, it, it really. It was like there, there were like six of us standing there, just like our, uh, like our jaws dropped. You can't even speak when they walk by. She, they're both. They're just so great. And the next day, I was appalled, incensed. I almost posted on one of these bad like fashion victim blogs. Somebody had really dissed Heidi Klum's dress. Said, <gasps> I thought it was gorgeous. Oh my god, up close, Sheila. The color, the fabric. It was one of the most beautiful dresses I had ever seen. And I know it's on Heidi Klum, so that helps a lot. Right, uh, she's flawless. Yeah, so that was it was fun to see people like that <laughs> just come. They took a spin through the room and left. And uh, I didn't go with any kind of a um, evening ponytail look because... because really? Yeah. Because you have no hair? Because I have no hair. I'm, I'm like doing the pixie now. Uh, <laughs> but I had, because I had made my hair and makeup appointments so many weeks before the Emmys, because you can imagine Sunday afternoon of Emmys around Los Angeles, it's tough to get a booking somewhere. Oh, uh, I can imagine. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is... 
crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but there was nobody. I went also went to another one of those like blowout lounges, but in Brentwood, it's called uh, Makeup and Go and Bubble Blow. Uh, but it's there. So there, it's just normal people in there getting their makeup done. There are no celebrities that go to these retail establishments to get their stuff done. And it is funny to see just like bedraggled business people like myself kind of come in at a, at noon on a Sunday. You can just we're all everyone's like in their exercise clothes. They're like, okay, all right, right, do, do whatever you need to do. And the magical transformation that can happen in half an hour is really yes, it's uh, incredible. <laughs> it's, it's very incredible. So. One last thing on the Emmys that was funny is, you know, um, every every Saturday morning for like the last two years, I've gone to this weight loss program at UCLA in the nutrition department there. And we have our little meeting every um, uh, every Saturday morning at nine. And so yesterday I, I went to the meeting and a woman who I've seen like every Saturday morning at nine o'clock for two years. Uh, her son is the guy. She was telling everyone, "Oh yeah, my son won the Emmy for Best Director for Modern Family." So oh, I, I just thought that was such an LA kind of thing that the woman, that the woman in your weight loss group, is also she was at the Emmys because her son won one. And I'm like, okay, all right. Oh, so, he was he was very cute. That guy, very cute. Yeah. So that's uh, that was my. <laughs> Get his name and number. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Next Saturday, take a pad with you. Yes. Wow. Well, we've all had, I mean, just we're getting glammed up here. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, Leanne, I wanted to ask you about an event that you have coming up. Isn't that Southern California Booksellers Association thing next month for you? Yes, it is. Thank you, Liz. It's October 22nd. You know, Helen of Pasadena was nominated as Best Fiction. Uh, yeah. Southern California Independent Booksellers. So the award ceremony is actually October 22nd. I'm up against T.C. Boyle and a bunch of other really serious writers. But um, so I'm, I'm securing my base. Uh, I went to Romans this week in Pasadena. They asked me to stop by and sign stock. And um, which is which is ironic because I'm in there every single week, but I don't want to seem like a dorky author. Like, do you want me to sign my books? Do you want me to sign my books? So they actually emailed me and said, can you come in? And um, I I was working the room, hoping to get some votes from some of the booksellers there. (laughs) And then um, but they told me that Helen of Pasadena is the best selling book of all time at Romans in Pasadena. Which oh, is, are you my kidding? God. I know. I almost fell over, Liz. I almost fell over. That I just is fantastic. Yeah. And people don't understand. Vroman's is like one of those classic independent yeah. bookstores, like a mainstay in the community. And it's huge, too. It's, it's huge. been around forever. That's yeah. unbelievable, Leon. Yeah. I'm, you know, bigger than the Bible. That's all I'm, <laughs> I say. <laughs> in my best John Lennon voice. Bigger than the Bible. <laughs> um, but then you know what else happened this week? Uh, I sold my first foreign rights to the book, Helen of Pasadena. So I have a special agent for that who was out marketing the book to various publishers in other countries. So what and country? Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Excellent. A Portuguese language version of Helena de Pasadena or however <laughs> it's. Right. So is that exciting? Yeah. That is really okay. exciting. Do you get to go to Brazil on any kind of a book tour? Can not, we... not yet, not yet, Liz. But if someone would like to sponsor me, Brazilian Tan, perhaps, or um, I don't know, a Brazilian blowout company, I'd be happy to go to Brazil. Uh, but they they buy the rights, and hopefully, it's the first of many. So, um, which would be great. great. So that was, that's really kind of thrilling. Thank you very much, Monica. 
That is really great. Okay, well, we're gonna we're getting close to having to wrap it up here. As I know, we started by joking about our technological capabilities and posting your video to YouTube. I'm sure we can get that done. The other technology announcement we have today is if you have a Droid smartphone, and I know many of you do, we now have a Satellite Sisters app in the store, in the Droid store, whatever they call it. You can download. For free. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's not free. <laughs> okay, but it's for the low, low price of $9.95. So for 10 bucks, you will have on your phone an app that is complete access 24-7 to the total Satellite Sisters audio archive. So the Droid app, you can go get it right now. It's available. It's working. Our webmaster, Sarah, has even tested it because she has a Droid phone. And we believe the iPhone app is like any day now. We were, might even already be in the store. So you should just start checking the App Store every once in a while if you're an iPhone person and, and see if Satellite Sisters is there. So brand new app. See, we're, we got new products coming out. We have all kinds. There's all kinds of uh, IT things happening behind the scenes at Satellite Sisters. So check out the Droid app if you like it. Let us know. Tell your friends. Uh, it would be really fun to have a lot of people just be able to listen on your phone instead of, you know, the trickier process of downloading things onto your laptop and whatever. So so that, do any of you guys have droids? No. 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 Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk. To- <laughs> so let us know how it goes. Really. I, had a, I had an ex-boyfriend who was kind of a droid, but... <laughs> <laughs> See, your, your comedy chops coming right back. I can't help myself. <laughs> I got to go on the road. Help it. Going on tour. All right. Okay. Well, you guys, Monica, have a great weekend this coming weekend with your friends. That'll be fun. And then the following weekend, we will all see each other in New Orleans for Julie's son's wedding. Yeah. uh, Yes, we will. Let's hope. That's why Julie's not with us today. She's, I don't know, she's madly doing something rehearsal dinner related. No, you know what? She's babysitting for uh, her grandchildren. That's it. She's got the kids for the whole weekend because uh, her other son and his wife went out of town for a mini break, as they say, uh, in House Hunters International. And um, so, <laughs> so she's got the two grandchildren for the weekend. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm headed out this afternoon to take uh, Dad to go see the movie Moneyball. Oh, that sounds that's great. great choice. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm doing tonight? I actually uh, have a Hollywood premiere. I am going to the um, premiere of Extreme Makeover, Home Edition. Really? So, yeah, a friend of mine is working on the party and invited um, invited us. So it's in downtown Los Angeles, and we get to see the show and. Uh, uh, First Lady um, Michelle Obama is on and they're doing a house for a military family so I hope I don't cry too much like I always do and ruin my makeup it's kind of I'm torn I'm I'm going to have to look away at the end when they do the reveal so well, just um, don't get the airbrush again because that will drift that will yep. drift <laughs> it's good advice alright on that note uh, <laughs> have a good week sisters alright okay. bye thank you and don't forget call your satellite sisters